Rachel Kirkham with Looking Up, five minutes of astronomical eternity on your radio. Music and astronomy have had a long relationship. As Pythagoras said, there is geometry in the humming of the strings, there is music in the spacing of the spheres, the spheres being his poetic word for planets. Many of the beautiful artworks of the early centuries of modern science and mathematics, even predating Pythagoras, are about just this deep sense of geometry and harmony, made visual most spectacularly in classical architecture. You've probably heard the term harmony of the spheres, or music of the spheres, and I wonder if you know precisely what this is about and how it relates to distance measurements in astronomy. The music of the spheres is about the idea that mathematical relationships exist in nature and are replicated in many different domains, including in music. Tones of energy are manifested in numbers, visual angles, shapes and sounds, all connected within a pattern of proportion. Up until the end of the Renaissance, people believed that all order was divinely inspired and that the ordering principle, often thought of as God, would not leave things in a disordered state, but would strive to create order using common mathematical principles. The ancient Vedas believed the same, and mathematicians in the ancient world thousands of years ago turned their attention to finding out about these ordering principles. You can see how compelling this idea is. The same patterns are repeated all over the place in nature. The iris of an eye resembles a planetary nebula, which is the debris blown off when a star goes supernova. The edges of a country seen from space look like the unfurling of a fern. Well, Pythagoras and many others and indeed, more modern mathematicians, astronomers and philosophers based their work on these numerical proportions from nature and worked at making them explicit. Johannes Kepler, the 17th century astronomer borrowed from Pythagoras and others way before him, resulting in the laws of planetary motion, which are mathematical laws describing, amongst other things, the orbits of the planets and their distances from the Sun. Kepler's laws are immutable and are used, even today, to determine the orbits of satellites and the trajectories of spacecraft. Kepler compiled a work called Harmony of the World, which presented his own analysis of optical perceptions, geometrical shapes, musical consonances and planetary harmonies. According to Kepler, the connection between geometry, cosmology, harmonics and music is through a universal music. Kepler regarded this as his most important work of his career, and the fifth part concerning the role of planetary harmony in creation was the crown of it. His premise was that, as an integral part of universal law, mathematical harmony is the key that binds all parts together. It was thought that the distances that planets are away from each other were bound by the same laws that determine what sounds harmonious to the human ear. It's these universal laws that many scientists historically were looking for, and in a way still are, as they chase the grand unified field theory, attempting to marry Einstein's general the theory of relativity with electromagnetism, or even grander, the prosaic theory of everything. But let us not start the weekend with such profound headaches. The scientists can sort them out for us while we gently look at the stars and the moon, with Venus twinkling brightly nearby. This is Ketchel Kirken, wishing us a harmonious weekend. <laughs>